The more all of us are working from home and stuff, the more you know you're figuring out how to be more self-sufficient. And I think there's a lot of folks now that are thinking of just like printing things. So whether it be, you know, there's like printing your food, there's printing different parts. Um, so I think that the 3D printing space during this time, I think it's doing extremely well. And there's actually a lot of marketplaces that are selling designs where you can download the design and the next thing you know, you're just printing it out. So I think it's going to be interesting to see kind of when we move to that point where you can start thinking about, oh, you have all the source material and now it's just a matter of printing it. That's that, as opposed to actually having to buy something that's already pre-designed with all the all the waste of packaging. I even, I even was looking, there's actually a bunch of interesting new startups that are 3D printing houses where they'll prefab all of it, 3D print it, and then they'll just move, essentially move an entire house to wherever the location you want to build it is. Um, so I think uh, 3D printing is pretty, uh, it's pretty interesting. Have you guys got anything 3D printed before? Yeah, those little bobbleheads. I got a, I got a I, I, I saw it, but I never actually did it. Ones. Sorry, what'd you get? Sorry, Slug. what'd you say, Sunil? <laughs> Sweet. Butt, butt plug in them. <laughs> there you go. go. Do they have diamonds on them? They do have diamond, diamond studded. Were they heart shaped? Diamond studded butt plugs. So, yeah, the, the, those, that's, those are great things to print. <laughs> so, Krishna, what's, what's, what's on your mind? <laughs> Isn't there this uh, spaceship uh, company that is 3D printing? Like, wasn't there just like some YC company or something that's like 3D printing spaceships? Yeah, it's a uh, relativity space. They're, they're 3D printing rockets. That's all. I think it's a YC company, but yeah, they're, I think they're X, SpaceX people. There you go. But it's called relativity space and they're trying to build a 3D printed rocket. Got it. Yeah, that sounds pretty exciting. I mean, you could have what Sunil mentioned, or you could have a, a rocket. I mean, at the end of the day, they both, you yeah. know, blast off the amount of space junk. I mean, that's just going to go exponentially as well just ejecting things into space. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the, the cool thing to do is if you were able to connect with that company directly, that was just ejecting, you know, just ejecting stuff to space. There you go. Somebody, somebody listening to the pod can, uh, can do that, you know, space junk management. So yeah, uh, you know, taking care of the puppy chutney for a few days. And so I, I logged onto the internet. I was looking for, for dog food, you know, came across one of, uh, one of our investments, Jinx. And I was like, oh, perfect time to, to buy some additional dog food. And uh, Jinx is awesome, D2C brand. And you know, started just doing more thinking around D2C brands and, and how they're really shaking up retail by going to consumers and, you know, how they're cutting out the middleman. I know we've got a lot of experience, you know, with our, with our time at uh, Brandless. Did you, uh, so did you order stuff from Jinx? Of course, right? You know, added a bunch of like toppers and, and things of that sort, treats that, I, that I'm you know, excited about. And, and so I started thinking about like what, what makes D2C uh, super successful, right? And, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, one is having that, creating that community. Um, There's that uh, interesting one. Um, have you guys seen it? It's, uh, it's a perfume one. That's basically they're trying to create a gender neutral perfume. Oh, no. No, I haven't. Um, um, Hims is pretty awesome, right? Hims has just gone out completely, just destroyed the entire market. 
And I think, didn't they do a SPAC and things of that sort? But anyway, going back to like, I think why like D2C is, is super successful. I think one of the things that a lot of these companies have really done, right, is, is build that community and, and that community that just creates that awareness and advocacy for those specific brands. I think a, another thing, right, when you're looking at a lot of these D2C brands that are really targeted towards millennials, a lot of it is around meaning, you know, the, the mission and values, right? People really care about the brand specifically, what it's what it stands for. Our, our good friend Ido and, and UB, I saw you just did a partnership with Marvel, but a lot of it is like that the buy one, give one, right? Um, a lot of those sorts of things that, that Warby, Warby Parker did, for example, to to sort of uh, promote and support low-income families in emerging markets. And, and, you know, I think, you know, lastly is just finding an opportunity where sometimes just good enough uh, might be able to beat a, a legacy brand, right? Like, so Harry's, for example, right? The, the razor was, you know, a, a product that was just a sufficient product quality and building that consumer customer trust and just being completely digital. Sweet. In the uh, in the 3D printing world, um, there's nearly a billion dollars of funding that's been funneled into the 3D printing industry since March of last year. And uh, right now, in 10 years, the amount of funding will put 3D printing startups into well over half a billion dollars. And it's going to be probably be a $6 billion kind of investment opportunity in 2021. So there's some companies that are exciting in the 3D printing space. One is called Supercraft 3D. They were founded in 2016. They focused on the healthcare sector and they're they're helping with medical applications. Uh, they raised $1 million of funding from Flipkart and four other angels. They basically help create uh, medical devices and surgical instruments. Uh, the second company is 3Dexter. They're founded in 2017. They're an educational tech startup. They provide experiential learning and they designed a 3D printing curriculum for schools. So you can learn about how to 3D print. Then there's Morfido, which is founded in 2015 based in Delhi. They help you with all of your 3D printing needs. So it's it's a whole kind of enterprise platform for uh, 3D printing. Then there's Fractal Works, which clients include Cisco, Toshiba. They do 3D printing for their whole thing is how do you create sustainable development of humankind with efficient problem solving. And the last one is NextBill, uh, they're founded in Bangalore. They have a lab that's working in the intersection of engineering and biotech. They have a startup specializing in 3D bioprinting for surgeons and drug companies. So I think out of all of those, the one that's probably the most exciting to me is the 3D extra one, only because they're doing a whole school setup to help school students learn to 3D print. And then once they understand that, you know, they'll be able to apply that to their lives. So it's gonna be pretty exciting. Krishna, what is going on in the DTC space? The DTC space, the most exciting space. Um, we should just do an episode around drinks and beverages in the D2C space. But, um, you know, D2C brands such as Dollar Shave Club have uh, grown subscribers enormously year over year. Casper went from, you know, nothing to 750 million within six years. The Sill, um, you know, raised a, a bunch of money. These companies are becoming the new players in the, in the space and uh, and a lot of the la- large conglomerates and are, are really taking note of it and figuring out, you know, looking at these D2C brands to, to become the source of innovation for them. Um, and so, you know, some of the companies that, that we took a look at, the first one is Mama Earth, uh, founded in 2016, based in Haryana. The founders wanted to find products that would be safe to use on their own baby, but couldn't find any. So they launched in 2016 to provide 
start producing products that contain zero ingredients um, that were harmful to babies uh, or all organic, et cetera. They produce their own range of baby hair, beauty, and face products that now serve over one and a half million customers in India through their retail site. Um, MyGlam, founded in 2017, based in Mumbai, offers more than 600 different cruelty-free and vegan, product, vegan products um, across makeup, skincare, and personal care. They're valued at over $100 million, um, just as recent as this year. Um, they've gotten uh, investments from Ascent Capital, Amazon, and Wipro, and you know, essentially one of the first uh, Indian beauty brands to secure Amazon as, as an investor. The third one is Plum. And Plum was founded in 2014, based in Mumbai as well. Claims to be India's, you know, first 100% vegan beauty brand. They raised around 15 million um, in their latest round. Comes in December of 2020 as um, their Series B. Um, investors include uh, Unilever Ventures, Trifecta Capital. You know, they already have 60 products in uh, on retail. The last one, the Moms Co. Uh, founded in 2016, based in. Guru Gram products are developed by experts across India, Australia, Switzerland, and they undergo microbial tests to ensure they are free from heavy metals, mineral oil, microbial growth, etc. In 2021, they generated approximately $13 million um, um, in revenue and are expecting over three to 400 crore over the next um, two to three years. And then I guess I, I, I lied, the last company, they haven't officially launched in in India but I feel like they're they're going to soon um, is is one that we're probably all familiar with uh, live tinted uh, which is a a beauty brand um, started by Deepika Mudiala out here in the US um, and it, it's basically beauty products that are that are catered towards the tinted skin so um, you know they have a a series of products called I, I believe they're the launch product was called the Hue Stick. It's something that you can use across your under eyes, lips, all of that sort of stuff, and blends in with the, the tinted skin. And they're planning a pretty big launch in India. And I think one of the amazing things they've done is built this really powerful community um, across social that is driving all of their success. And so my favorite out of them would be uh, Live Tinted. Oh, that's awesome. So now we're going to the, the 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 last part, which is the fan favorites. It's the tips. It's the tips that uh, get get everyone excited in the morning. So uh, Krishna, I want us to kick us off to what's your favorite tip? Sure. I'm not sure if you guys have, have seen this. Have you heard of like the the liquid IV, the little uh, packets that you drop into a bottle of water or a cup of water? It's like a hydration multiplier. I'm sure you've all seen something similar. So um, uh, the liquid IV is is one that I like a lot. Um, I've recently just found that they also have the hydration multiplier with immune support. Um, so it's kind of like a emergency and an IV all, all combined in one. Um, so if you haven't tried it, definitely try it. There's a few different options. There's one that has an immune support, one that has extra energy, and then one that helps you sleep. So whatever you need, check it out. I think there's there's two. So the one is um, Amazon launched this whole Kickstarter project thing, which is pretty cool. And uh, I was got I got really excited because uh, they made a cuckoo clock, an Alexa cuckoo clock, and I was like, oh my gosh, like that was just very nostalgic. Um, but it never got enough funding, so it never happened. So that that would have been my tip to get one of those. But so my tip actually is it's an old school app that I just recently used for our podcast. It's called Canva. Um, I haven't used it in a very long time, but um, it's 
they remarkably made it super easy to use uh, in the sense of like the templates. To me, like when you when you have an editor that when you're able to use it without any good design, like I don't have good design experience, when you're able to just open it up and use it and actually just come out with stuff that just looks decent with literally no real work, you just come in there, change some few buttons and colors and it looks great. Um, I think it's been, it's been great. So I highly recommend folks go back to Canva if you haven't used it in a while. I've been seeing a ton of um, ads uh, for Canva on... Um on TV as well. My tip is this, uh, I have, I have nothing for anyone. I'm, I'm useless. <laughs> yeah. Sunil, what are you, re- what are you eating, drinking, Reed? Nothing. I'm not doing anything. What I you, fucking what exist. You, what's your favorite water? Everybody just <laughs> fucking, hey, go, hey, if you're going to fuck, use water-based lube. Okay, there go you for go. that. That's it's good. good. Water-based. Do you have a favorite brand? Do you have a favorite brand? <laughs> is, is it a D2C brand, Sunil? <laughs> yeah, yes. I want to, hold on. My tip is about safe sex practices. And I think one thing is, you know, with a lot of TikTok and stuff, folks have been saying, oh, you can use, uh, you know, coconut oil for, for lube. But one of the things that's really important is you have to maintain like good pH uh, down there. So my tip for this week is, you know, use a water-based lube. Water-based lubes are good because, you know, they maintain the good pH balance and, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, crazy things happening and, you know, hey, they're, they're pretty good. Uh, some of the other other lubes, you know, you may have allergic reaction, you don't know, and you might find out later. Hey, so use a water-based lube, guys. Mm-hmm.